Hello and welcome back. It's episode 11 of the Drunken Brainwave podcast. I am Lee Wilcox. And I am Adam Barry. There was a little bit of a delay, isn't there? And that's beautiful. Uh, and um, today we're talking on social media predictions 2021. Uh, we're both going to hang our hat on uh, a prediction each and see if we can land it later on in the year. Um, as normal, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, please subscribe uh, via Apple or through Spotify or wherever you're, you're listening to your podcast these days. Please leave a review. Um, we are going to be each week landing the drunken brainwave um, and also uh, getting guests on, uh, talking about social media, entrepreneurship, uh, and general business shizzle. Uh, business. Business. This week is uh, is no different. Um, we are uh, going to be talking a little bit about the business, but mainly about social media predictions. So um, thanks for listening. Let's jump straight in. And the, the topic today, Adam. We're not live now. No, we're not going live anymore. Are we, mate? We're just recording it. It's just oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Let's do it. Go. We're in separate homes, aren't we? And, um, yeah, yeah. We're not going live anymore. We're just doing the recording. Otherwise, we'd be sat with each other proper recording, but not I live. live. I thought it was going live on YouTube. That's my mistake. Nah. No, no, not doing that anymore. So, um, Start of the new year, new year, new me, or new year, new Lee. Um, oh wow! Is it is it new year, new you though, Lee? Like, do I you do? That, I feel no, not, no. No, and you know what? I'm not putting myself under too much pressure at the minute. I'm, I'm, well, my personal life is all over the place in terms of like uh, living arrangements and um, uh, like routine and everything. Like we're living out of a, a room at the minute, so I'm not like. I'm not putting myself under too much pressure, but I feel very positive about um, uh, the year ahead, even though, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, we're still in lockdown and all that jazz, but I do feel really positive about it. Got a baby coming in April, which I'm super excited about. We've got the house being done at the minute. Whilst that's a lot of upheaval for us at the minute, it's going to be great in a month. Um, and I'm definitely going to apply myself uh, to some sort of personal development. I filled out my, uh, as you will, uh, well know Adam, my development wheel um, at the start of this week, which uh, I quite enjoyed sitting doing actually. Um, and I've got some time booked in hopefully next week or the week after with um, Gav, my coach, to sort of pick the top three things of that. And, and yeah, I'm, you know, one of them will be, I would imagine, out of the 10, uh, I'm hot priority will be my um, uh, health and fitness. Yeah. So, whether that's a new year, new me or not, I don't know. But I'm not doing it in the way where I'm like, I don't know, something that I'm going to give up in January. Do you know what I mean? It's not a New Year's resolution. Yeah, no, that's I, I don't do them either. I um, mine was just to live more in the moment because I've spent so much of my time chasing things. That's just like built in me you know when you start a business you're always chasing that next thing getting to that next level and when we get to there we'll do this and when we get to, and you forget to enjoy the journey and i do that in my personal life as well i go yeah but when we get to there we'll be able to go here and do this whereas actually like you know strip all that away you can have quality time with your family without going to florida and stuff like that do you know what i mean so no matter what i'm doing as long as i'm with the people that i care about i'm gonna make that time count and and live live right now do you think we've done well at like celebrating the um like wins we've had i don't say successes because i don't really i mean you can call it success like success to us i guess rather than like you know outwardly like we're successful but like do you think we've done well at celebrating those or do you think we've been too concentrated on um the next win but probably the next win yeah we very very rarely uh, yeah, we don't really celebrate as much as we should do. Um, definitely not. Shit eyes, isn't it really? It is a bit, and I think it's important to celebrate the, the, the little wins. But um, the trouble is, when, you, when you're in a business like this that's new and you're constantly learning, you're constantly failing as well. So it's, it's do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it kind of takes the, 
the win away because yes, yeah, you, you win. Yeah, and you just go. You think I don't deserve to shout about this because <laughs> looking over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I, I, it's interesting because one of the one of my um, uh, one of the first things I wrote down was about being more in the moment, like being more present. Was actually the word that wording I used, being more present, because I think often I'm like. I'm like half doing something and half doing something else. Like I'm, I'm at home with Ava and Cal and I'm doing something else and I'm, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? I need to yeah. like, one of the things I really want to concentrate on is just being, just being a better dad, being a better partner. And I think actually the bulk of those, of me being better or feeling like I'm being better and, and maybe Kelly and Ava thinking I'm better is actually just being <laughs> more present, you know, just, just actually when I'm there, being there, um, which sounds really easy, I guess, but if it was easy, I'd be doing it. It's not like I don't want to do it. I'm not like, mm, whatever, you're boring. Yeah. yeah, but like, this is this is the thing, Lee, is um, you get used to functioning in a certain way and, and before you know it, a long time's gone by and you're like, oh my God, like, actually, I didn't think I was that bad, but I have been. Like, that's been years of... 80 20 the wrong way around yeah and then, and then to break out of that it's really difficult just that you know it, it's 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 really hard to break into a good routine and, and keep that consistent routine going um <clears throat> and i think i think that's because you you're already like being consistent the other way aren't you so like if you take like food like for me I've, I've, over the 12 months i'd say i've done okay but if you look back at the last two and a half months i've been dreadful I've been consistently eating really bad food and, and then, you know, put, put a bit of weight on. And then you're like, oh, man, like, just nine months of, like, proper graft and then threw it all away on that two and a half months. When the, and then I thought, I'll snap back out of it. It took me food poisoning to do that. You know, <laughs> I, I had to eat a dodgy oyster to, like, kickstart my health my health again. Um, but I was, I was really struggling to, like, go, stop eating. And, and it was excessively eating. It was, like, eating breakfast, snacking in between um, breakfast and, and lunch, then having a big lunch, which was probably the size of a fucking dinner. Then I'd have a snack again. Then I'd go like, yeah, should we order something in? And then I'd eat two persons worth of Chinese food. Um, it was quite bad. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, they've started calling me Lee the Bomber because I've just put on so much weight over Christmas. Um, I, was there, I hit the 14 Stone Club for the first time in my life, period. And, and that, like... I know, like you, you like you floated around fourteen stone, but you're like way more like dense and muscly than me. And I, like fourteen stone for me is like it, it's bad news. Like it's not the same fourteen stone. Um, yeah, yeah, I was a bit devastated about that. But like, yeah, I, but even though I've had like, um, you know, I put on weight and I'm, like, I don't feel healthy at the minute. I, I still feel really like pumped and positive, and there's a lot of like a lot of things to look forward to this year. Um, uh, and I'm predicting beautiful, wonderful things. And on predictions, Adam, um, oh, uh, as a theme into the podcast, I wanted to um, uh, talk around like so, just social media predictions in in general. So you know, I think we do this a lot, don't we? At the start of each year, because we're at the end of each year, we're trying to predict what's going to happen next year based on you know trying to grow the business and what's happening with social, and we never really pen pen that down anywhere. So I thought it'd be a good time to talk about it. Um, what do you think is if you were going to like drive uh, a, uh, a prediction for social media of what's going to like land big? What would be your what would what would it be? It's got to be. Uh, I, I wrote an article on this last week, Lee. Uh, <laughs> I generally did, um, and it would be social commerce. Like that is that is where it's at for me in 2021 and I know it's been it's not a new thing you know it's, it's happening now it's been happening for a while but I just think if you look at the way the platforms are shifting and they are all pushing um people to be able to purchase within the apps that is that is where their focus is and I think I think the good thing about that is it's going to allow so many small businesses to do the same so if you think about <clears throat> TikTok let's use that as an example now they've already partnered with Teespring they partnered with uh, Shopify last year on a test phase in America. Um, and I think Shopify's got like a, a million stores. Um, but what this is going to allow people to do on TikTok is 
reach such a wide audience because the distribution's still sky high. It's like Facebook was five years ago. So when you can start putting content out and get people to uh, buy your product within the app, I'm going to go anywhere, and you're still getting like those insane uh, figures on the views and the reach, then I can see people shifting a lot of product through TikTok. So if I was a small business, I'd be straight on TikTok thinking, how do I engage with my potential customers? Because that is coming in 2021, this year. Yeah, it's, we've been on about it for a while, haven't we? But it's not hit the like the the mass. Do you think? Um, how much do you think um, influencer marketing plays a part in the social commerce space? Because what I see at the moment is a lot of brands like. Um, a lot of brand strategies are off in their like social commerce. They're not really doing it as a brand, but they're doing it through influence as a brand. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're reaching their their audience through influences. Is that what you mean? Yeah, and that's how they're doing their social commerce at the minute because as a brand, they don't actually sell that well on. Um, they do, but but not in the way that we see the potential of it. So through lives, through like. Um, in platform purchases because that's not quite there yet and that's what we're predicting is going to sort of like pop this year is selling in lives things like that um how much do you think brand do you think brands are ready to utilize that themselves or do you think they're, they're not ready yet i think some are and some aren't i think you know you, you can you can look to look look at it across the board and the people that were early adopters on social media and and what you'd class as like ahead of their rivals because a new platform will come about and they're the first ones on there and they're testing it and they're trying to sell product through it i think they'll be fine it's the same as any any industry um, that you look at there's always people that are um, looking at new avenues and they're sort of like they're always looking at innovations and, and how they can integrate um their business within those so i think there will be but they're they're few and far between yeah yeah, it's. Uh, I think. The, I think the social commerce space is something that that um, will blow up disproportionately across uh, in comparison to, to other things. Um, and I think it'd be really interesting to see how um, lives play a part in that. I think if that rolls out properly, and and TikTok and Facebook and Instagram do that well, um, and I guess YouTube as well that that premise now we're live we do a piece of content and we can go buy this product and people click on it and pay for it and get it delivered without leaving the video that is like i mean it gets the point there's a game changer in it it's massive it's massive and you know you only got to look at qvc and i i say this all the time because i think it's especially for our generation and older i'm not sure if young people understand what qvc is but it's a shopping channel and it's a, it's an old school shopping channel that, you know, when we were kids, our mums would ring up, uh, they'd watch it on TV, they'd ring up and they'd buy, you know, the, the, the next generation in, in mops. Uh, it's like some super, super mad mop or something. Do you know what I mean? There's like gadgets like that, but QVC are still massive. They're a billion, billion pound business turning over billions a year worldwide. Um, I think their demographics like, predominantly female 35 to 60 but if you look at um especially if you look at on a budget for us where where you know our community on a budget very similar to that but you got to be where the attention is and the attention is on social platforms and if you you come across you know your your favorite influencer or publisher and they're doing a live show and they're talking through products that you can relate to and they're at a discounted price why wouldn't you it's i, I honestly think it's going to be massive i think it's gonna be huge yeah agreed um my my next one right is um only fans becoming mainstream uh and not about porn so so my thought process behind this is that you've got like i think we started to see haven't we it was um cardi b wasn't it he went out to only fans but you know i would without subscribing to it i would assume that it's pretty provocative content based on who she is her brand yeah um and and you know it kind of fits the platform but i think there's a space where like only fans has 
as Pete Patreon, yeah, or Patron. I just, I just say, it. I always get that wrong. Patreon, 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 Patron, Patreon. Um, uh, in terms of its um, PR, yeah, because of the way that it that it grew, but it, but it, I kind of feel like it was a smart way for that to happen. Yeah, people get PR and, and like mass press on being disruptive and you know sometimes naughty and and i think like like all things that grow in a way that that then um have mass they've got the ability to change their brand then and, and like do things differently and i think because of the way the subscription model and and the way that consumers are now willing to pay for exclusive content than they were two years ago three years ago I think the opportunity for celebrities, more mainstream celebrities, um, I think that, that, that it will cut through. You imagine like someone like, um, someone like Kim Kardashian or Dwayne Johnson or like someone, people who have got these like absolute, like huge, huge scale um, followings across social media um, and that I've, got fans that are like besotted by them um they're going to be able to drive uh uh fan base um oh we are jamie's dropping some stats in here listen to this uh only fan stats two billion in revenue um last year so it's uh they grew creators 10x this year to 120,000. um so it, it and it, it grew faster than Snapchat, Twitter, and Twitch, without an app on the App Store. I mean, wow. that's scary. And it's because people are seeing the ability to earn. Because at that point, you only need because of what content people are creating at the moment. It's easy for the mass to earn a, a living salary. Yeah, you if you if you um, have got a face and body that people want to look at. Yeah. And that you're willing to display that in all forms of media, then you can probably get a um, hundred people paying you fifteen quid a month to do it. So you then have fifteen hundred quid a month, and at that point you're starting to go. I don't in the UK. I'm living outside of London. But that's if I'm a young person, I'm living with parents, or even if I'm in my you know what, actually, I only need to get to 150 and I'm kind of like earning what I was earning when I had a job in a nine to five somewhere. Um, and then you start scaling that that product and that brand, like that's there. But then think about that for people who've already got following. So it works both ends, I think. And I think over time it, it can, I think it will change on who they have on there and why. And exclusive content won't just be about, uh, about titties. No, no, it won't. Um, but it's, you know, it's been it's been happening for a while now. And I, the subscription thing, I look back. You know, I'm not tight at all. You know, but I, I don't know. Like <laughs> Lee's laughing. I'm not tight, but I really have to think about where I spend my money sometimes. And I remember, I remember having like I think the first subscription I ever got might be Netflix, might be Netflix, and I thought. Okay, I've got my subscription now, as if it was just ever going to be one. I've got my subscription. <laughs> um, and and then, like, Amazon came along, and it was like, you get Prime, and I was like, no, I ain't doing it. Now, I'll, I'll, you know, the, the, the selling point for that was, was actually the the, the um, getting your stuff delivered in a day. You're like, oh, that, that was, like, the selling point. I was like, forget the films. I've already got that on Netflix. But then, anyway, then I, I subscribed to that. I was like, now I've got two. You know, now, now I've got, I'm spending, like, 15 quid a month now, is it? And then it just was like, well, you've opened the gates now. So as long as I, I find I get value from it, I'll, I'll, I'll go and spend that money. But then when you've got the creators, you've seen it already. Look at Joe Rogan, exclusively on uh, Spotify. But it's, it's no different to that, really, is it? Of course it's not. Exactly the same thing. And I think people are, people are willing to pay for things that they want and people that they like. And content is king, man. Like, um, people are people are willing to try and find it in as many places as possible as well now. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I, I, I honestly thought that I wouldn't get um, Prime because I had Netflix. But I remember paying for Prime and being like, I can't believe I'm paying. Um, and I had it when you didn't pay it on a monthly as well. I had it when you paid it up front. So right. I had Prime before I had Netflix. Right. But I had Prime because of the postage, not because of the video. But when, but I didn't realize I even got the video. So yeah. I had it, but I didn't watch it. And I'll be honest, I think I think Amazon, I think Prime's interface is shit. I, I really don't like it. I think it's it's lackluster in comparison to like Netflix and Disney. But I have started to use it a bit more now. But that's only because we got Disney, and I think we had Now TV at one point. We had all four. Like we had Now TV, Disney, Prime. And Netflix, but then I've had like Spotify and Apple Music, both. Why you don't need both? But I had I had Apple Music through my through EE, I think, for three months. And then it, it carried on, and I forgot about it. Um, yeah, and it's shit like that where I think collectively, I always used to look at it and be like, I'm paying for Sky. It's a rip off. If you want all the package, it's like hundred quid. But I but you know, guarantee it. You know, within the next year, I'll be at hundred quid on subscriptions. Because of all the different elements that we have. like, we have milk and milk subscription where I've got bread and milk coming every night like, four days. Great, love it. Um, I've, we have like um, detergent on a subscription now because um, they like work out how many washes you reg, you know, how big the house, and all that, and they deliver it. At, you know, and it's usually pretty bang on, like within a couple of days, give or take, and it and it comes through the door. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've got. Oh, I love a subscription. Love it. You've um, got for detergent yeah like that, that's i've never i've never heard of anything like it small it's called it's wicked i mean that is that is madness isn't it i had i was getting i was getting kelly's subscription on flowers at one point and i was like still getting too much this is I, I, that your subscriptions are definitely more than 100 quid a month <laughs> <laughs> i don't reckon they are you think about it it's like are you got sky no 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 you ain't got sky no no I won't get Sky. If, no, if you did have Sky, it would definitely be over 100. You know, yeah, I know. Well, you know why I don't get Sky? Sky is because I, I log in on the PlayStation through Mark Wilcox's and the Navi's Belter. So, look, I, I and, and that's where I think there's two things from a, the OnlyFans perspective and, and like uh, that becoming mainstream it is one, it's the platform will grow up, and I think um, celebrities or well known figures who aren't in the you know, um, the game of uh, suggestive content um, or explicit content will realise the power of subscriptions and just the opportunity for them to make money, yeah? And two, it's because people's, consumers' habits are, are like well up for paying for subscription and I just think super fans will do it. And if you're Dwayne Johnson or Justin Bieber or, you know, someone who's got like mental mass following on social, you don't need a lot of people paying um, seven quid, 15 quid, 10 quid a month to start making something where you go like, that's great. That's ticking over. That is, and I'm, I've got more, you know, I've got another revenue line here. And, and then you can start doing brand deals through your exclusive um, subscription. And you've got a hundred thousand fans following you on, on OnlyFans. They're like, massively engaged probably, i'd love to know what the 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 rate of viewership is on content on that in comparison say you've got hundred thousand subscribers out of that what the percentage is of people watching so because if you're paying for it and you're a super fan yeah i bet it's so high so high so then you can start going to brands and being like i've got the most engaged platform possible when i put content out i have a 90 percent conversion on viewership that i mean that in itself and by the way, you can't go and get that that group of people who love me. They don't exist anywhere else. You can only come through me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's really powerful. Like people, brands will start paying for that. So then you start getting branded content within subscriptions. Double bubble. Like who doesn't yeah. want that? So in a nutshell, what is the what is the prediction? Just uh, more more brands. No, that that the OnlyFans will have mainstream content creators on it. And by mainstream, I mean people not creating content with the dick and the tits out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. 
That's my that's my uh, prediction. I think I think there's two two very very solid predictions there. You know the the whole the whole e com bit. You know social commerce with the lives, um, and and OnlyFans. Yeah, let's let's hang our hats on that. We're going to do Gary V style flashbacks on that, Lee. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, like when when Logan Paul joins OnlyFans or something like that, it would be yeah. like. Boom. That, that's what it'll be and that's it that's it they're the ones who are primed aren't they the ones who are like youtube famous at the moment who kill it on youtube they're so primed but youtube are doing that as well aren't they that's the thing you've got that paid paid content and um, creator thing through youtube now as well I think um, this is the thing yeah it's uh, you know you've got patreon i hope we're pronouncing that wrong i'm pretty sure it's patreon um, and then you've got uh, you've got it on YouTube. Then you've got it on Facebook. They've got their own ones where you can subscribe as well. So um, pay to subscribe. So yeah, then it's then it's like okay, where do I watch them? Where's the best place to sign up and get this exclusive content? Then wow. I guess it's the platforms well, that we own it. Because I wonder if you know, I think like Lad Baby's got a subscription service on Facebook. I'm pretty sure about that where they do exclusive yeah. content. But would there be uh, would is it exclusive to the platform? So they can't go and set themselves up on OnlyFans. They can't go and set themselves up uh, on, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's the case. Um, I'm I'm always certain you can. Yeah. Um, so then it's down to the creator and where they think they're going to earn the most amount of money. Um, and and the pro I think the problem you've got with the YouTube one at the moment a little bit is if you want to follow someone for exclusive content. Yeah. Um on OnlyFans, then you gotta pay for it. Yeah. You don't you can't see any of it if you don't want to. Unless they make I think there's some bits where they can make it free, but um whereas YouTube, the general <laughs> Sorry about that. That was my daughter asking for a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but whereas YouTube people are so used I think the buying habits on YouTube from a subscription point of view is still not are still not there just like they're not on facebook because there's so much free content they can still watch their that creator uh, on there and still get all the content and i, the, I still think there's a you know because uh mr beast has got it hasn't it on his um but i don't know the stats on that It'd be interesting to see what the um what the subscription stats are like on on youtube for like paid exclusive content um, but I do, but I do think it will work on the platform. I just wonder what I wonder who will get to the race, uh, who will get to that finish line quicker. Because um, you know, like Spotify now are they're like massively trying to like game the podcast industry, like you know, doing what they did with Joe Rogan, and then they've seen huge growth uh, in the podcast game there. I think someone's got to take the subscription market for content creators um, and. I don't know. I don't know who's YouTube should be best place to do it really because they've got all the creators there. They're the ones who are making money. They're the ones who can afford to create the content for it. TikTok have got a great opportunity to do it, but I don't think they will. It's too early stage for them. Uh, <clears throat> and OnlyFans have got a brilliant brand for doing it, but they've only got content creators on there who are getting the dicks and the tits out. So I wonder, and Facebook, I think, have just missed. I don't know whether they were too early. The strategy is wrong. Facebook didn't pay creators well enough for them to stick around, and they kind of lost them. Yeah, I, th I think that there's big question marks over Facebook. Um, I know, obviously, we do a lot of business through Facebook, but I mean, anyone new coming to that platform, it's probably the worst platform to try and establish um, a brand. It's, it's it yeah. because there's no strategy to it. Very simple, right? If I go to YouTube, yeah, as as someone who wants to start growing a community or making money or what i'm going there to create video and get followers and i know that at some point i'll make money from it from the platform very clear yeah um tiktok very clear um portrait video um gaming uh the the uh growth of um challenges and hashtags yeah it's short i know i'm over doing 15 seconds or 60 seconds i know they've like started extending that and testing three minute content and stuff like that very clear snapchat again very clear you know in terms of what the product is um portrait video that disappears there's shows on there now that get commissioned like it's, it's you know a good product 
Instagram, to a certain extent, still quite clear. I think they've started getting more messy because they're just adding things in that, you know, IGTV is still a bit of a, a basket case. Uh, the feed makes more sense. Um, Reels is starting to do well, but, you know, it's just a carbon copy. But stories, you know, really clear, great. Facebook, fucking hell, like... Tell me what you're meant to be doing as a, as a business or as a content creator on there. You're meant to be creating long-form content. You're meant to be doing a, building a group and trying to like create exclusive content or courses on there for on how to do things. Uh, you're meant to be doing business pages and creating short-form content. It, like, is it a marketplace to sell things on or, or um, is it e-com? Like, with stories on there, but you can only do anything the stories, the, the, the um, technology and uh, um, like products that you can do with the normal stories on Instagram. Like, it's, it is a real mess. Like, it, it grew so big and it had all of the um, users on it, but then they lack the strategy on what they wanted. They wanted it all. But no, yeah. we, want it. we want commerce, but we want um, stories and we want uh, video but we also want the short form video that people, we don't really like it, but we can place ads on it. So let's just keep all that shit, that wild west crap, short form, you've been framed content. Let's drive with that. Whereas in the background, other platforms were building things like YouTube, we're building like paying creators to build long form, episodic, sticky content that people stay around for. And I think my prediction for Facebook, not this year, but I think it's going to be a, a world of, um, aggregated content through groups. I think the I think the users are going to be the powerful part of that, um, and they'll be it'll be it's going to be like it's going to be like breeding ground for social forums. That's how I see it because I think the distribution of the feed at the minute. Um, I, I think it's I think it's going. I, think it's going. I, I feel like my Facebook feed's broke at the minute, and and it has been for. Because if I get my feed up now, I'll do it now as an experiment. But all I seem to to see is the same stuff that I've been seeing for like probably the past week. I very get any any like like new content. So and very rarely from creators. Now obviously now I've said that the first one on here is from a creator. Um, but Aussie Man reviews nine hours ago. Um, and I haven't seen that post. Oh no, I have seen that post because I've liked it. So I've seen that. And then the next one down is is your missus Kelly saying um, happy birthday to you. I've seen that one. Uh, the next one down, I've seen it. The next one down, I've seen it. That one's 19 hours ago. Uh, advert. Next one after that, one day ago, seen it. I've I've seen them all. I think there's something like we've been experiencing this as a publisher that there's been massive distribution problems through facebook for about two months it's, it looks like it's just about starting to resolve itself yeah but I think they've got a massive issue with because you know like aussie man reviews fair enough okay he, you classes of a content creator but i would actually class him as a publisher yeah i guess you know what i mean because he just he he, he um he puts out ugc and talks over it you know he he's a He's a comedian, but through a publishing brand, really. Like, whereas, you know, your Logan Pauls, your, um, your YouTubers, yeah, your Mr. Beast, that there might be, they might have um, channels on Facebook, but that isn't where they, that's not where they're creating for. They no. are, they're on YouTube. Yeah. And TikTok, that's it. And, and Facebook's this thing that they post content to to stay alive on it in case, in case it resolves its problems. Um, Facebook is for businesses and brands, not content creators, because they made that decision. They made the decision to not pay them, and yeah, they fucking left. And like, you only get the, the top. Followers. Yeah, you only get the top probably zero point five percent of content creators that can actually make money on there. And, and and no one else is, let's be honest. Look at how many views we have to generate to make good revenue from in-stream ads on Facebook. And, and we've got the luxury, not the luxury, but we can put a lot of content out. It's very difficult for content creators to put in three or four videos out a day. Oh yeah, like it ain't happening. Yeah, they're just not doing that. And, and hence why they don't do it. And yeah. you know, that 
I think the difference is is that that the it's the, the 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 currency doesn't work. So the equivalent views in Facebook are not the same as the equivalent views in YouTube. Yeah. A million views on YouTube on a video is worth way more than a million views on Facebook. However, if you've got the, the setup we've got to be able to distribute hundreds of millions of views, then there's money to be made. But still, there's way more money to be made through branded content than there is through our breaks and in-stream. Um, but I think, look, my I don't think it's a prediction for this year, but I think for next year, maybe the year after that, I don't know. But I, I, I honestly think Facebook is going to become a um, or part of it, a big part of it, because it is a monster, so it, it can carve different parts of itself out. But I think a big part of it is going to be this um, this world of debate and forum and, and sharing ideas than it would be about um, you know your friends and family updating each other and uh, video content distribution. I just can't. They've got some real, <clears throat> they've got mountains to climb to catch up with YouTube from video perspective. Just, um, yeah, they're so far behind. Agreed, agreed. What's Mark Zuckerberg going to do? He, he, needs, he needs a new platform to come along so he can rip it off. Yeah, we'll try and buy it. Um, yeah. They, they, it needs a whole design overhaul. That's its problem. It's not fit for purpose anymore. They need to decide what they want from it. Whereas it's becoming, the, the thing is, it's become so big that it's got uses for everything. And, and sometimes that's not a good thing where, you know, and it's it's like actually the, 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 the brands that perform well on there are niche, like ours, like on the tools, on a budget, carved out, work really well. The ones that haven't done so well are the ones that just went mass. And it's the same thing. Facebook's getting to that point now where it's like, um, doesn't really know what it is anymore. Yeah, I'd still from a, from an advert uh, advertising perspective though, it's, oh. it's definitely like, the best out there in terms of like bang for your buck. For for um, for brands, that's what I'm saying. It's a brands and business platform. Yeah, it's not for create content creators um, or creators, individual creators, influencers. It's not there for that. But if you wanna, if you've got a brand and you wanna advertise to someone and sell something, fucking Jesus Christ, it's an absolute beast. It's um, and 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 it works for look, look, it's working for us. I love the platform in that sense because we've got we built communities on there that we can distribute content to. Um, but we're a, we're a, we're a publisher and we're a brand. We're not. It's not Lee and Adam trying to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be a very different place if we if we were trying to do it. If we wouldn't spend our time on there. Hence, we don't like we create content for YouTube because <laughs> it's not it's not going to be um, the right place for Facebook. So I think they've got a lot of work, but they've got a huge opportunity. They've still got the most amount of um, engaged users than any other platform. So you know, doing something right. Oh, you've gone on you. Yeah, something. <laughs> come right up to me then. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's, obviously, if you listen to the podcast. We're still working from home. So, you know, I've got three kids, Mrs. Cat, Dog, all, all working around me. This is their house, not mine. I'm in their environment. So I can't, I don't feel like I can be like, shut up, keep the kids away from me. I do, I do give Lorna cues though. I do say, look, I'm on a podcast, you know, try and keep the kids away from me. But she's busy doing dinners and stuff. So, yeah. Look, I think we're coming to an end anyway. I don't know. Um, I I don't know where Jamie is. He, he, he tends to sometimes pop he in. Pop yeah. I'll tell you what, one question I've got actually. Oh, Jamie's gone. He popped up and then went again. Um, one question I've got is, which platform are you excited by this year, 2021? Because mind, mind changes, and I think most people do. If you work in social media, you get kind of addicted and, and almost obsessed with certain platforms over the years. And we've been in this for like six, just over six years. And mine's definitely gone from one to the other uh what's yours i'll tell you what mine is after so my mine is uh i've got to pick one one what what's the one platform this year that you're really excited about i'm gonna throw a curveball in here i don't think yeah uh, mine's snapchat really yeah because i think they've got um 
I think they've got their offering worked out for the first time in ages. Uh, and I think they're being super strategic in terms of where they're putting their money and who, what brands they're getting on to create content and, and the shows they're creating and uh, the CPM. So from a business point of view, Snapchat, from a user point of view, uh, <clears throat> all of them, I love all of them for different reasons. Probably, all of them. probably TikTok, I would imagine, from a user perspective, because I think there's going to be loads of like loads of updates. Yeah, love it, love that. Mine's um, mine's YouTube. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm like fully obsessed with YouTube, Create Studio, um, and I'm I'm really enjoying learning about it, and I'm really enjoying me and you creating content for our YouTube channel. Lee and Adam, please subscribe, go and check it out. Um, and, and the more content we put on there and the more analytics we get to look at, the more obsessed I've become with it. So I'm like, yeah. this is insane. From a business point of view, um, I'm probably I'm probably more interested. It's a very difficult one because YouTube is, is in there from a business perspective. Um, uh, but TikTok, I think the power we've got on TikTok to be able to push an audience over uh, and get them to to do something is insane. And I've already seen it this week. We've only started doing some tests this week. Straight away, we're seeing an increase um, in subscribers and followers on, on other channels. So I'm really excited to see what we can do from TikTok because it's still got that, that beautiful, free, organic reach that you used to get, that Mark Zuckerberg used to give out like to everyone. And then he, uh, just, he just started slowly taking it away from everyone and was like, no, you've got to pay. Uh, but you don't get that on TikTok, so make the most of it. Yeah, I think um, uh, from a business point of view, I'm excited about each platform for different reasons. So like Facebook, live and live shopping, social commerce. Um, ad breaks to a certain extent, if they sort the shit out, if they don't, fine. I think we've got some different plays there. Um, groups, still overly excited about groups for Facebook. Snapchat, commission shows um, and just high growth. YouTube, we've got a, a good stable position in terms of on the tools. We've got loads of growth ahead of us for on a budget. Um, we're going to start making money on YouTube this year, which is great. Um, and we'll start doing brand deals. TikTok, like you said, which has got massive high growth through all, all of the channels, really, and um, a good place to start from a ministry art perspective and also from an on the tools one. Uh, Instagram is probably my least, uh, the one I'm least excited about. Um, I think it's it's a saturated platform uh, and like at the moment really like pretty shit from a monetization perspective they don't they've not they've not monetized well at, at all um, and I think that's why they're seeing creators disappear again as well it took them Facebook are just bad at paying creators it's just the reality of it they're just not very good are they they don't take the advantage. If, imagine if they'd started paying creators on stories before TikTok came. It would have been so much harder to prize people across to TikTok because all really TikTok was, was offering at that point was high growth in numbers, which is quite appealing, right? But it's only appealing when you're not getting paid on a platform you've got high growth in numbers on. If you're getting paid on that, you don't you, – money talks, man. Like, you don't move. And they, and they didn't do it again in time, and then they're like – now that like, dickhead's bringing reels out and, and it's working to a certain extent but the amount of content i watch on reels that's got the tiktok watermark on is embarrassing like it's yeah. still it's still a tiktok driven content machine like it's, it's shameless isn't it and and you know what like we had um we had a chat with facebook at, at one point and um then when the when there was always a webinar or something whatever it was and they were explaining this new this new feature they were bringing out. And I don't know how they kept a straight face when they were explaining it on the webinar because every, every single person tuning into the webinar was just looking at it thinking, this is this is TikTok? Like, are you, is, is this serious? It was almost like, it was, it was almost unbelievable. And they just, just went, yeah, this is what it is. It was TikTok, but it was called Reels. Um, and, and I think that, that for me made me almost like dislike it a little bit, but as a, as someone in marketing, I'm like actually reels are pretty good. You know, you can you can you can get some pretty good distribution. Some numbers on reels. Don't get me wrong. Um, from an on the source perspective, there's some been some 
there's been some belters on there, hasn't there? I think um, Jamie just put in here how smart is the tip is that TikTok watermark? I mean, it is, isn't it? It's like positioned perfectly. You can't get that off. Yeah. Do you know what I thought the other day? This is a funny one, right? Because um, I, I, I always always think about how how you can make money on things or missed opportunities as well. And it was I sent a meme to you, Lee, and and uh, and, the, and the, the lads in the group chat. And it was, do you know when you open a video up and it says, "Oh mate, watch this," it's, and you will start watching the video, and then that really annoying sex noise comes up on the video. Yeah. And it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and recreate that sex noise, but that sex noise comes up, and I thought, I wonder how many times that's been played, that particular sex noise, from where they got it from. And I thought, imagine if, if some way it was, it was just something else, and it may be like, a, it was a brand, or it was, you know what I mean? I just thought, how many times has that been done? Well, like, um, it's like, ah, ah, Coca-Cola, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you've done it. Um, but yeah, like that, I just thought, that is, that is like, that's huge that is how many times that's been sent around and people fell for that it's brilliant but it's it's like what um uh and an interesting thing i was reading the other day like what is happening with um uh giphy you know the the, the gif app yeah yep. where like brands are building out memes as like brand growth so I think it was uh, I think it was Gymshark, and they were saying that they'd had like 150 million views of their um, like gifts that they'd built specifically for Gymshark, and it got me thinking. I wonder whether they'll be like. It's really interesting because I've not really thought about that, but there's some real power in creating gifts that get distributed through, really through group chat, isn't it? You know, like WhatsApp and Messenger, like that's the the home of. Um, uh, of, of gifts for me is anyway that's where i consume most of mine um and where they have more where i'm more likely to share them from as well i wouldn't share i very rare that i'll share like a gif or like like meme based thing on social share it's a lot on um, instagram stories a hell of a lot yeah admittedly yeah we're on there as well but but on whatsapp i love getting them through in a whatsapp chat because they feel more um they're funnier because they've got more oh. context. They're, they're funny because they've got more context to them because they're part of someone's joke and, and often they're part of someone's joke that's ripping someone else in that in that group so it's funnier do you know what i mean yeah no i get it i get it we, we actually funny enough because josh uh ben i ta uh, tagged me on linkedin this week and said what do you think about this like you know about using like gifts uh, uh you know as part of campaigns i'm sorry already a step ahead here we had a meeting this week um around gifts and like ar filters uh, because we feel that we can start including those in campaigns and it's it, i started thinking it when we done the um prepped for the christmas bonanza thing that we done for the for the for the works too so part of that was we created everyone's um pretty much everyone in the business they had their own gif as part of this story that beth uh, uh creative lead read out and I thought I loved that I love seeing everyone's faces on these gifts and I thought isn't it great that we've made the and then I thought actually like we could definitely start utilizing this as a as an avenue for for creatives um and like you said there you know if you can get it if you can get the popular search term right or the or the image right or the gif and you can add some branding in there people just start using it organically and before you know it you're getting that brand awareness without even really trying because you know you utilize good gifs humorous gifts yeah for like product launch and it's somewhere it's got the brand within it it's really subtle but then that then that gift gets used for other means uh you know yeah i mean like you know all these ones are like uh stepping into monday like you know uh finishing at five on friday like you know and it's all these different things that get used for those so it's about being smart on what can get created and i, and I think there's um th there's there's real money to be made in branded content through the creation and like distribution of gifts and like their positioning in uh, creative and brand uh, campaigns. I, re I really think that. Uh, so I'm like really happy that you're already ahead of that and that there's meetings going on in the business about it because it's not something we've spoken about. <laughs> uh, um, I think we should wrap up. It's been. Um, uh, it's been a beautiful podcast based on predictions. Hopefully, uh, 
I think we've got one each, haven't we, as, as you know, main things that we'll hang our hats on. Uh, yours being social commerce. So in particular, what you're talking there, like, li like live selling and like. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm TikTok in the app. You know, that their move with Shopify is a massive statement, isn't it? Um, their partnership with Shopify. So that, they'll, be, they'll be selling like direct through the app. Um, and then, yeah, Facebook lives. That's the one. And when I say Facebook lives, I mean, you don't have to leave the live. So at the minute, and, and also let me just caveat this because someone else has done it before. And I don't mean on desktop either. Yeah. We're not all walking around with our laptops and PCs, walking around with our phones. So it's been done on a desktop where you can purchase in, in the live. But that's no good when, you know, 90 plus percent of us consume content on Facebook through our mobile phones. So very specific, this is um, through yeah. Facebook Live, in the live, on a mobile. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, if you land that, mate, you've uh, that's, you... <laughs> not predicting coronavirus next. Um, and then my one is that somebody mainstream will start creating content that isn't dicks and tits. And it like full, like normal content, just exclusive content. Someone like, like a... Uh, a Jake Paul or um, uh, Dwayne Johnson or a Justin Bieber or like just someone mainstream. Yeah, that's my thing. Well, thank you very much for listening to that and our predictions. Uh, please, as always, don't forget to leave a review. And if you haven't subscribed already, what are you doing? Uh, and head over to our YouTube channel, Lee and Adam, and subscribe over there. We've got lots more content coming out. I've been Adam Barry. Oh, I've been Lee Wilcox. See you next week. Latest taters.